for them. They don't actually plug in. They don't actually become an active part of the fellowship. And so it's, it's important to understand that uh, as the pastor, uh, I, I'm, I'm what uh, Paul refers to as the pastor teacher. Uh, and, and so on Sundays and on Wednesdays, I get up and I fulfill the teaching aspect of the pastor teacher uh, relationship or, or, or ministry. And, and no doubt there's pastoring that is involved in what I present. You know, I'm, I am to some degree in a very general way pastoring you uh, as I teach. Uh, but, but the actual pastoring that, uh, that I accomplish here has more to do with counseling and encouragement. And, and part of that pastoring is directing you to get plugged into discipleship ministries here within our church you know, so that uh, you can take the head knowledge, the information that I present on Sundays, and, and then take that into a, uh, a service-based opportunity so that you can begin to put that into practice as we develop relationships here within the church. And so that's why here uh, at Calvary South Austin, my vision is not only to teach you the Bible so that you are Christians who know the Word of God, but that also you have put that into practice as we then begin to serve one another as we are called to do uh, in, in the scriptures. We are called to serve one another. It is that simple. And so we look for every opportunity we can to create ministries, not to create ministries just to have ministries. You know, I'm certainly not trying to keep up with, with the, the, the big name churches here in town who have all the bells and whistles. We'll, we'll probably never keep up with those kinds of churches. My desire for ministry here is to provide you with an opportunity to discover your spiritual gifts, learn how to serve the Lord, learn how to put up with one another, right? Because that's really what it boils down to in ministry. We start serving the Lord, and the next thing you know, our toes are getting stepped on, you know, our, our feathers are getting ruffled. And the, the question is, how do we respond to that? How do we love one another while toes are getting stepped on? You know, while feathers are getting ruffled, while, you know, attitudes clash and these sorts of things. How do we learn how to love one another in the context of a church family? That has everything to do with my vision here as well. And, and that's why I have the lead deacons that I have. I, I truly believe that I'm called to teach the Bible and, and pastor shepherding this uh, body of believers. And in order for me to, to dedicate my time to what I'm called to, I look for the Lord to raise up leaders who can then take on the other aspects of the ministry here at the church, you know, so that they become the leaders over the leaders of various ministries in the church. And so with that, I'd like to invite the lead deacons of the church so that you can see them by faith, get to know their names, hear their heart, and understand uh, what ministries they lead. And so guys, come on up as, as quickly as, as possible. First one up uh, gets a raise. So... so. Except Jeremy. <laughs> now, I threw a curveball at these guys uh, right before they got here today because I, I told them what questions I was going to be asking them. And then right before they got here, I said, well, I'm, gonna, I'm also going to ask you what your favorite verse is. So, uh, so and, and then all these guys were like, what's a verse? And... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so I'll share one of mine with you, and, and just like these guys, I mean, you know, these guys were struggling to, to pin one down, uh, and so I'll share a few of mine, uh, of my favorites, uh, number one being uh, my, my 
very number one favorite verse in the Bible is that it's more needful for you that I remain in the flesh. So that's, uh, that's, what, that's what Paul said. Uh, and, I, and I've applied that to my life. But, uh, oh, geez, this again. Every time you hear something drop in the church, it's this guy dropping one of his coffee cups. <laughs> All right. So, so, but seriously, you know, the, the, the verse that really, you know, cuts me to the quick is uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, verses 26 and 27. This is where Paul writes, uh, You see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the, the base things of the world, and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. So, so go ahead. Give that an amen. amen. <laughs> that, is, that is the description of Calvary South Austin. That, that's it right there. You know, and, and, uh, and another uh, favorite of mine is 2 Corinthians 5 where, you know, we, we learn that God the Father made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, so both of those, you know, glorifying Jesus in the way that he has basically secured our salvation through his sacrifice is one of my favorite concepts, and that, that is one of my favorite passages that describes that. And then the, the, the realization that I'm just the scraping up of the bottom of the barrel. God said, let's see what we can do with this guy, you know, and, and, uh, and, and, and here I am. Uh, so since 2005, <laughs> I've been here as the foolish, the, the most foolish things uh, in this church. Uh, and, uh, you know, you just give it, give it all to me because it's coming right back. I'm like a boomerang, a bungerang. So, uh, so we are going to probably rib one another up here while we're here. I mean, we will be talking about, you know, Franco's Just for Men uh, and, and, and how he... How he he leaves a little gray right here just to let you know he's not using just for man. But he wants to be a man of No comment. Oh my gosh. Yep. He would tell you what kind of hair product he uses, but it's confidential. It's like the government won't let him. But uh, and then we'll we'll continue with the jokes all the way around to, to, to Ruben. I don't think any of you guys signed up for going first, right? So since I started picking on Reuben first, and knowing that we're probably going to need at least an hour and a half of Reuben. Yeah. <laughs> between, between both of us. Yeah. We're going to go from guys that don't want to talk to guys that, that do, with Chris stuck in the middle. All right. So, so Franco, the first question that I, that I have for you guys, if I can remind myself. Oh, yeah. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> you know, give us, uh, give us your name and uh, tell us about your family uh, and, uh, and, and then also uh, how long you've been here at uh, CSA. Sure. Uh, so my full name is Gianfranco Setsu, but I go by Franco and I'm married to Cassandra. Uh, we've been married for about seven, going on seven years. Uh, been here at Calvary South Austin since 2005. Uh, I know you opened up February, I was here, I think, in September, October. So it's been since, since then. Yeah? So, yeah. Yeah. God won't let you leave. Yep. <laughs> so, so why don't you share uh, one of your favorite verses? Yeah, of course. Uh, the one that, uh, so many, but the one that 
has come to mind these past past week, and it's just been repetitive um, verses and just uh, you know sermons and even in uh, um, worship. Uh, it's going to be Second uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse verse uh, eight. I'll start in verse eight. I got the New Living Translation, but it reads three oh, different you're, times. You're fired. <laughs> three different times. I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so for me, that was... uh, uh, impactful because uh, back I got saved in 2004. I keep this brief, but that at that moment it was turmoil. But at my weakest point, that's when I felt the closest and the strongest. So, yep, that's my my verse. And, and then I rib on him so that he can feel closer to God. Yes, uh, all, all the time. Yeah. So uh, tell us yeah. about your ministries. Already, we're not gonna go. Oh yeah, uh, no, yeah. no, we're gonna we're gonna go with the. Oh okay. W- with you. Wow. All right. I wasn't ready for that, but uh, so I have the ushers and greeter ministry. So our vision is just simply to, uh, you know, and I hope this is what what you all are receiving as soon as you come in. You're being greeted. You're being greeted not only in the on on the front doors, but in the hallway and the auditorium. So the idea is just that you'll you'll have. Uh, uh, a welcoming uh, uh, moment. Uh, we're also ready to provide information, direction. Uh, that's one of the, the desires that I have. And also, um, in case there's distractions or disruptions, uh, we're the ones that would uh, you know, address it. We would be the ones that, because the idea is that when you're worshiping, when uh, Bungie's up here teaching, the idea is that we want to be... Uh, as best we can, distraction-free, because it, 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 get, it gets, uh, you know, I'm sure it can get frustrating if somebody's just, you know, there's excessive, you know, well, I'll leave it alone. I'll just leave it at that, a blank. So, yeah, so the idea is just to receive you, uh, just greet you, provide some information, some direction, also just be able to, um, you know, just handle situations if something comes up that needs to be addressed, uh, we'll definitely uh, do that. I... One of the visions that I'm looking forward to and just been um, uh, grateful for, we've had a couple of people just come up and volunteering uh, some of their uh, experience, some of their background, and as far as the medical side. And so we're hoping to have, maybe one of my visions is to have like a, uh, a team, um, uh, some sort of medical or uh, uh, response team, just in case something gets a little crazy, we're, we're able to respond to that. So that's something that's just hopefully will lined up. So that's one of the ministries. Uh, anything else uh, I missed? Singles? Yes, but just at the oh. ushers and greeters. No? Good? All right. Moving to the, uh, the next ministry I oversee is singles. Uh, singles is just another opportunity for singles, just a, a place to meet. What we, it's usually, it's mostly on Fridays, 7 o'clock in the evening. We have worship, we have a teaching, and then we have fellowship. Every week we have a different fellowship. And so my encouragement, uh, just 
briefly, I, I really resisted to come to singles. I, I just, there was something, as a matter of fact, Jer- Jeremy was overseeing at the time singles. In it. Was. He didn't want to be with me. Yeah, I just didn't want he, to. He was really more underseeing it at the time. <laughs> but, but go ahead. Yeah, so I don't know if it was pride or just the, uh, the idea of going to singles. And it just, and it took a while for the Lord to get a hold of me and it, it gave me the, uh, you know, he just encouraged me to humble myself. Uh, to get under the, the teaching of Jeremy, just to be able to receive it, but then also just have the opportunity to, uh, you know, to fellowship, to to be able to um, minister to others at, at the same time. So that would be my encouragement, because a lot of times on Friday nights, we may be at home just on YouTube videos, I don't know, just something that's just possibly meaningless, and I would guarantee you, if you come over on Fridays, uh, you know, just enjoy the worship. The teachings are going to be, we're going through First Timothy right now, but we also do topical. I have uh, Larry and Edith that are helping out with some of the, the teachings. And so we try to uh, make the applications uh, to singles as best we can. And, but no, I just encourage you, if you're single, um, you know, instead of just being home, just, you know, just maybe just... Or somewhere you shouldn't be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My encouragement would just, uh, you know, come on, come on over. It's an opportunity to fellowship uh, guys and gals. You know, we just interact and, uh, you know, so that's what I oversee. And, and is there any point that you talk about hair care products? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just wondering. It's, it's under the heresy. It's the... <laughs> oh, solid. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Very good. Here we go. You ready? No. Nope. So I have to write things down because last time, one of the times I was up here, I forgot to introduce my wife. Oh, no. And Bungie's like, who's next to you? (laughs) So. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, what's your name, who's your family, and uh, how long you've been here at CSA. My name is Juan Sanchez. <laughs> no, um, I'm David Leal. Uh, my wife is uh, Jennifer Leal. Um, I have four kids. Yes, I'm telling you, I forget things. Uh, Elijah, he's six. Ellie's three. Andrea is two, and Lorena is six months. Um, they're the little ones that just run around. So, if you haven't seen them, I don't know how. They've seen them. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Um, I've been coming here since um, 2008, so about 15 years. But yeah. I remember doing these guys premarital counseling. Yeah, very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and, and he wasn't plugged in at that point nope. in time. Jennifer was. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he made it. He yeah. made it through. Yeah, he put me through the ringer. <laughs> All right. So, so what's your what's your what's the verse you want to share with us? Uh, the verse that I like is uh, Colossians three twenty three. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Awesome. Why don't you share a little bit about uh, the ministries you oversee? So, I oversee behind the scenes ministries, um, maintenance and cleaning. Um, we do. Everything basically, we take care of the building, we clean the carpets, um, we do the things that people don't want to do, clean the toilets. Um, if you need a, a good pride check, come join the ministry or at least come see what it's about. 
Um, we always have a broom ready for everybody. Um, it's a great ministry to get started with. Um, when I actually took over the ministry, it was nothing but ladies. Um, so it was a very big stretch for myself. Um, I had two very senior, senior ladies um, that I oversaw, which I felt very intimidated by. But the Lord used them to grow me. Um, and I was grateful for that. Then he took everyone out of the ministry um, and let me rebuild the ministry. He cleaned it out? Yes. <laughs> and he rebuilt it. Maintenance. Um, so right now we have a, whole, a group of guys that we clean after service. Um, before service and after service, we do a big clean after service. Um, so if you're ever able to help out or want to help out or just want to get to know some of the guys, you're welcome to. Um, this is not a men's only ministry. Ladies, hint, hint. 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 And some of the guys are single, right? <laughs> yes. No. Um, not a hookup ministry either. Um, but... I say that just because um, uh, women tend to lately steer away from the ministry just because she, they see a whole bunch of guys. Uh, we have, you know, ladies that are interested. Um, the discipleship, I disciple the guys, of course. And then when the ladies come on board, my wife kind of steps in on that point and helps disciple the ladies. As the ministry grows, we would hope, um, love to raise up a, a woman leader so she's discipling the other ladies in the ministry. Very cool. Good, good, good. And, and, you know, these guys just keep this building nice and clean and, and you know, always ready for, the, you know, for the church to show up. And We try to. It's, it's just a real blessing, a real blessing. And, you know, I mean, we could just hire a cleaning crew to, uh, to come and clean the building. You know, the, you know, there's so many cleaning crews in town that it's, it's easy to hire a crew. But this just gives one more opportunity uh, for people to learn how to serve. This is how I started serving at Calvary Austin. You know, the very first thing I started doing was just cleaning up and, you know, moving stuff that needed to be moved and setting up stage and breaking down sound equipment and all that good stuff. And so, yeah, it's, it's a great way to just start serving the Lord. And, you know, the higher up, you know, in responsibility that you go, and I, you know, I don't mean to speak about a hierarchy in the sense of, you know, this is more important than that. It's all important. Uh, but the more uh, uh, visual or, or the more, uh, you know, uh, in the public that you are, the more accountability there is. And so it's a good way to just kind of get your toes wet uh, in, in serving the Lord. And, and, of course, it's the ministry that I always direct people to when they show up and it's their first, you know, time here. And, they're, and they let me know that they're here and ready to teach, you know. And, and uh, I always go, here's the maintenance ministry. Go, go push a broom. You know, because, I mean, we laugh about it, but it's true. I mean, I, I've seen over the years people who show up and they're, they're ready to teach. It's like, yeah, uh, that's pride. And so we're going to go humble you first. Uh, and then we can just see if, if the Lord has a teaching ministry for you or not. But, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, it's just a great way to just start serving. So if, if you have yet to start serving, maybe come talk to David. If, if you're a gal, uh, you know, looking to, you know, just plug in, this is a great, uh, great way to plug in as well since... since uh, it's uh, men heavy right now, and uh, and yeah. I was waiting for the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, it's one of the ministries that you could just serve. You don't have to commit to a long term situation, right? You could just show yeah. up any, any Wednesday or Sunday. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. So. You can come in and serve and clean and help out and not be part of the ministry. Um, I would recommend to be part of the ministry because we do a lot of um, other things. There's discipleship behind the scenes. There's, um, we meet Thurs or do a Zoom call Thursdays where we pray for um, each other and stuff like that. 
So it's good to get plugged in. You get accountability. Um, some of the guys know I, I kind of dig into your life a little bit if you're a guy, just so um, there's I can get to know you and you can get to know us, and um, so you have accountability that way. And, and honestly, I mean, you don't even have to be a, a Christian to serve in this ministry because, like, look at Andy. And, uh, wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, Shots fired. Off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, if anybody has a comment, who? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we go Ruben this way, this way? Or you want to do this? What do you want to do? How you feeling? Hit me with your best shot. This is, this is the question of a man who's not ready. <laughs> like David, I have notes. It's just there's a lot of them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, let's, uh, let's go, Jeremy. Let's All right, let's do this. So uh, what's your name? Who's your family? How long you been the thorn in my side? <laughs> so my name's Jeremy Valencia. My wife is Renee Valencia. My daughter's Bella Valencia. Bella's 10. She's adopted. She's super tall. She looks like her mom, but she's super tall. So She's uh, 10 going on 20. Yeah, if you guys if you're like, my goodness, where those jeans come from? And not us. But uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I was actually stopped by their house the other day and didn't realize that they were pulling up the street. And, uh, and I was just parked by some, me and Brenda had pulled over to look at something on the so security I camera. So I slowed down because some vehicle looks suspicious. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on here? This pulled over quickly. And then I was like, well, let me slow down. Who's this guy that's never washed it's his truck guy. ever? <laughs> just trying to save the planet, guys. So, uh, <laughs> so we're pulled over looking at the security camera, you know, on, uh, dealing with some home stuff. And, uh, and is down the street from his house, and he, he slowly pulls up, and, and then I look over, and he's got his hat on. I don't recognize him. Just, and then I realize that, oh, it's Jeremy, and there's Bella uh, in the... Uh, she in, called in, shotguns, and she got in the, the, front in the passenger seat. seat. So I'm talking with him and telling him what we're doing, and, and next thing you know, the, the back window goes down of the minivan. Back window goes down, and there's Renee. <laughs> Gang signs, <laughs> East Austin... And, uh, and then I realized that they're actually filming a documentary called Driving Miss Renee. <laughs> but, uh, so, all right, all that for that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I've been your thorn in your side since, I think, 2001 at Calvary Austin. And so when Bungie came... Right after Y2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, when you came down in 2005, I came with Bungie. About 40 people came with Bungie, so... And I remember uh, when Bungie was telling me on a road trip one time before uh, that he was called to be a pastor. I was like, what? Why do you want to go do that? I was trying to talk him out of it. I was just, no, man, because he was on the radio as a Bible answer man at the time. I was like, there's tons of pastors. Just be a Bible answer man. And, and then I loved where we were at. So I said, well, when you go, see you later, buddy. <laughs> and then within a few years, I was like, well, I'm going down south with him, man. So... I went yep. south years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since 2005, I've been here. Nice. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, what's your favorite verse? I have lots of favorite verses, and my, my, the one now isn't the most encouraging. It's the pluck your eye out verse. So, yeah. so I said, you know what? I'm going to give you my lifelong favorite, which has been Philippians 121. For, for, for me to live is Christ to die is gain. Mm-hmm. So it's short, sweet, like me. 
And uh, it, uh, it's, uh, it's just, it, it's been like the lifelong verse for me. Nice. It keeps it simple. All right, why don't you, uh, you got about two minutes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I oversee, I'm the deacon that oversees these. There's many ministries, so I oversee the uh, men's ministry. I'm actually the leader right now of the men's ministry. Um, in men's ministry, we, we, we meet uh, every three, every three, the third Saturday of the month, mm-hmm. and we have an MPG group that, or prayer groups that meet uh, throughout the week, and uh, we also do the men's retreat, and we do the family camp out in March, and what else? Well, we make you wear platform shoes. So that, so that I can be a taller So that the street. guys don't always look down on you. There you go. Um, let's see, what else we got? One Step to Freedom, which is a drug and alcohol recovery ministry. It meets on Friday nights. And you're, and, do, and you're doing good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, it's open to the public. It's, uh, it is not just for the church. Okay, so this is a ministry that... Um, sorry, getting text. Um, this is a ministry that is uh, for drug and alcohol recovery. Um, we're certified with the Travis County, so we can uh, sign parole paperwork if needed. And uh, soon we're going to be doing an outreach for this ministry. So if you're interested in helping out, we're looking for people who have admin skills, who uh, you don't have to have a background in drug and alcohol to be a part of this ministry, but it does help. And so it's a discipleship ministry that helps people to get um, healthy and then make it back into the, the church flock. So. It's not somewhere you're going to stay forever unless you're going to serve in that ministry. So that's part of that. Um, if you're interested in that ministry, you can hit up Clark or Chelsea and they're hang out. Clark is uh, out in the uh, auditorium right now, out of the auditorium right now, and he's doing uh, ushering duties. We call it the hallway. The hallway. Um, let's see what else. I oversee the Rebound Prison Ministry, which is the letter writing campaign to pen pal for uh, prisoners. And we also do the, uh, we go into the prison to minister to juvenile detention uh, kids. And so that's an outreach that we do. Um, We go two by two, and uh, the men minister to men or boys in this scenario here. Uh, Women go in and they minister to the girls in the dorm. We have a vision to go into uh, actual adult prisons as well. And uh, that will, uh, what's good about this right now is we are just now re-entering into the juvenile detention center since uh, closing down for COVID. So we're regrouping, we're uh, getting certified. And so if you're interested in doing outreach to you know, trouble kids, um, come see me or Lowell afterwards. Uh, Lowell's that guy right there. We, um, we have to get certified for this ministry with the city and so, or the county or something like that. So it takes a long process to get involved with it. And same thing with the prison ministry pen pal. You have to be serving at the church for about a year before we let you join in this ministry because there's a lot of uh, certification, but there's also a lot of uh, um, legality, if you will. So you're dealing with criminals. And even, even, like I said, with juvenile detention, as young as 9 years old, 10 years old. And so, um, you know, this is one of those, like Bungie was talking about, the higher up you go, there's more accountability. And this is one of those ministries. So... If you're interested, one, just pray for the ministry in general, but then two, um, meet with us and we can talk about a plan to get you up to speed to be a part of this ministry. So you have to be serving in other ministries for about a year before you can join this ministry. 
Um, let's see. Um, and the pen pal as well. The pen pal ministry. Um, there's a lot of safety and security we do on our end to make sure that, you know, as you're dealing with criminals, you're not getting, uh, you know, uh, scammed by anybody. Um, but the, the heart of that ministry is basically discipleship. So you are riding and, and leading somebody um, who doesn't have a home church, you know, in prison, and you're, you're helping them grow. And so you correspond. And again, this is one of those ministries where we have some, some uh, training so that you're up to speed on how to minister. Um, and this ministry, the Rebound Prison Ministry, isn't uh, necessarily um, your main ministry at this point in time because you can do this, you know, from, the, uh, from home or you show up, like I said, uh, to go into the prison with us. Um, but uh, soon we'd like it to where we have more discipleship for this ministry and that we'll be going into prisons. There's tons of uh, uh, prisoners, obviously, and there's many uh, prisons here in Texas that we're reaching out to uh, all the time. So, all that to say is that there's a lot of opportunity for people who are uh, you know, up to speed with what we need you guys to do. Um, sad to say, there's lots of uh, opportunity in that section there. Um, the next ministry is the hospitality ministry. That is um, heavily based. It's, that's a women's ministry in this in this section here. Um, we serve coffee for all the services. Uh, they oversee the Calvary Community potlucks. Um, the care calendar, so uh, if you're out of commission due to a surgery or death in the family or a newborn baby, uh, the church uh, gets together and they provide meals for you. Uh, we facilitate the delivery of the food and all that kind of stuff. Let's see what else we've got with this. Also with this ministry, it has a, it's heavily involved in the events, so like the Happily Ever After Marriage Conference, uh, hospitality team is recruiting a lot of people to serve in that, but they, uh, they help out with Happily Ever After. They help out with the Thanksgiving potluck, the marriage conference. Sorry, I'm repeating that. Um, Fall Fiesta, I believe. And uh, there's opportunities to serve in any service that we have. We're looking for hospitable people, people with the gift of helps, administration. Um, if you're interested in that, you can uh, see me or Miriam. And on a weekly basis, they're getting the coffee ready, right? Yep. Weekly. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the next ministry is the worship ministry. And this is the musicians that you see on stage. It's the soundboard team in the back. Um, obviously, we help lead people into worship uh, before and after the Bible studies. Uh, it's our vision to have a full band up here. Uh, if you were here for Christmas Eve, you saw what, what the vision is, is to have a full band. Um, and not just one band, multiple bands. Like so, there should be like two Sunday service bands, so they're alternating, uh, two Wednesday band uh, service bands, or maybe like one band, and then another band on their shoulders riding piggyback. <laughs> sure. Have you seen the church down the road? Yeah, the Spanish church has a uh, moving right along. Hallelujah. Um, and then even outreach bands. Uh, we, we've done that in the past where we've had uh, uh, outreach bands so that they could uh, – um, we'll do an outreach and Bungie has put together a couple of bands and uh, Life Metal, is that what you would call it? Sure. Sure. It sounds like death metal, but uh, he's just yelling in Greek. We called it Threshing Sledge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, you don't like Isaiah? Uh, no, no, no. It's, I love it. Um, 
Yeah. And, and so that's the vision, you know, like to have multiple bands and then even outreach bands. Don't forget the Huguenots. That's mm -hmm. right. And, and you used to have, there used to be a CD of the Huguenots in the bookstore. Is that out? Is that gone? I don't know. We burned it. Burned it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last show we did, it was, it was like 2005 or six, And I asked Brenda, I said, should I do the Mohawk? She goes, you might want to. It's probably the last time you'll be able to. <laughs> and that was true. It was, yeah. truth. Well, I can do one now, but it's going to have to be sideways. <laughs> do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, and so who, who we're looking for in this ministry is basically musicians, obviously, right? Hmm. Um, and uh, we're looking for, so just so you guys know, the vision is that the church is singing worship songs, right? And the congregation is the choir. So we don't have usually somebody up here who's just a vocalist, right? Because everybody's supposed to be worshiping. Um, so if, we, if, if you're wanting to be on the worship team, it's somebody who's going to be playing some sort of instrument. And if you're the lead vocalist, then you're going to sing as well. Other than that, you're just a musician, and uh, but this is one of those ministries as well that Bungie had said is more accountability. So we have you serving in the soundboard for a year before you're able to come up on stage. There's a year of discipleship. There's a year of us uh, you serving the worship team and learning what worship is. Um, and so if you're interested in, in being on the team, we would start you off with the board and... Uh, what that also does if you're, is, is it'll free up some of the musicians that are currently on the board to be on the stage so we can get to that full band sooner. And, and it's my hope that we, by the end of the year, we actually have uh, at least one worship team. Um, let's see. A, a, full, a full band, right? Yeah, a full yeah. band with you know, drums, bass. And then the piggyback vision yeah. later. <laughs> That'll come. We're working towards it. What do you think about bagpipes? Yes. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Um, and then, if you're interested in that ministry, uh, see me or Tiffany. Tiffany led worship today. And then finally, I think, media ministry. Um, this is the, you know, I'm on staff here as the church secretary and media guy. And so uh, this is where I spend some of my time. But it's, it's uh, several ministries in one. It's the graphics ministry, the PowerPoint ministry, the radio ministry, the video and TV ministry, uh, the website, the social media ministry, um, graphics, we design the shirts, we design the verses, the, um, the slideshow stuff. Um, and so if your person who would serve in this ministry has an artistic eye um, and they're teachable. And, and this is one of those ministries where you have to set your pride aside because a lot of times artists are more interested in uh, creating art. And here this situation is that you're creating art, but you're also creating it for the church. And so the, your pride has to set aside on, on just creating whatever you want. It's, it's directed here. Um, and so, uh, you know, if you have an artistic eye and you're teachable, join the graphics ministry. We have PowerPoint uh, ministry. It helps lead uh, other people, or excuse me, the PowerPoint ministry helps the worship team lead people in the worship. Um, we put the lyrics up. We uh, upload the audio files afterwards. And... Uh, for that ministry, you have a servant's heart uh, and not afraid of computers. And it's pretty easy, but uh, we need PowerPoint. How about, how about robots? <laughs> Eventually, we'll get there. What about clowns? 
Well, that, that's it's right here. I'm just wondering, <laughs> can we be afraid of these things or not? <laughs> um, what about chat GPT? Yes. What would he say about all of this? Or she? Or they? I don't know. And then I'm just wondering. We've got a radio ministry, like I mentioned. Um, we have three radio shows. Um, one in Oklahoma City, seven days a week. Or excuse me, five days a week. One in San Angelo, seven days a week. And one in Corpus on Sundays. And so somebody has to edit those radio shows, upload those radio shows. Um, just so you know, I'm huge in Oklahoma. Yes, <laughs> I'm also huge wherever else I go, too. So. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's yeah. so easy. <laughs> All right. And uh, video TV, like I mentioned, um, it's the guys in the, in the running the camera session right now. Um, we broadcast on YouTube to over 80 different countries, is what I always tell people. Um, but we also broadcast here locally at Cable Access Channel 11. Somebody has to edit up those videos and upload them, take them to the, uh, or send them to the uh, studios. Um, in the future, we'd like to do more short films, but Pastor Bungie does a video every uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, the Word video, somebody edits those, we upload those, we put them on social media. It's my understanding that all your videos are short videos. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the future, we'd like larger videos. <laughs> Documentaries. Uh, we've done some teaching documentaries, um, some witnessing documentaries as well. And so in the future, we'd like to do that again. So we need to build up a team. Um, we're having Happily Ever After uh, Marriage Conference this week. And this is the second year in a row where we haven't had funny videos. And uh, that's something I'd like to get back to by next year. Um, but you need a team to do that. And then we have the website. Um, we have multiple websites. We have the Marriage Conference website, the radio website, Youth Camp website, Men's Retreat website. And so, and our, and our church's website. So there's lots of opportunities to serve in the... Uh, and what would you ask God? What? And the what would you ask God website. No. <laughs> well, so, 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 so Ruben brings up a good point. There, I, I, we have vision to do outreach oh, yeah. websites. Yeah, and uh, whatwouldyouaskgod.com we own. And, uh, and that would be nice to eventually get that going. But we need a video team to video record. This was Bungie was going out in the streets and he would ask people, hey, if you could ask God one thing, what would you ask him? Um, and they would say, oh, I'd ask him why he made bananas bindi or whatever. And then Bungie would say, ha, 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 he, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he'd take it to the, to the, to the gospel. He'd In the voice of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> right. I remember that, right? What was it? In the voice of Morgan Freeman, you would answer? Oh, no, no, no I couldn't. No. Respect, man. Come on. Respect. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. Morgan Freeman. I just remember, I just have this vague... I couldn't do Memory. it. Memory, yeah, okay. I would love to have his voice. <laughs> Just but watch then, Shawshank, then, I guess. But then what would, what would he do? <laughs> He's ready to retire. <laughs> and so we've got multiple websites, guys. Somebody has to manage those. <laughs> There's no easy way to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just jumping back Just in. We have many, you, many would think he, you would think he, he would have a short attention span. Oh. But, but he doesn't. Um... And then um, finally, I think social media, and we, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have oh, we have a Gab, we have a, a Truth Social, we have a Getter, um, MeWe.com. All of those social media accounts are just barely doing uh, the, the bare minimum right now. We would like to make uh, social media more of an outreach eventually, and that's going to take people manning the social media accounts, uh, ministering online like that. TikTok. I was about to say, TikTok no, dances. TikTok. You do this? Don't no. do the TikTok. 
I keep oh. my TikTok private, you know, because <laughs> you know, just all the all the dances that I do. Oh my you know. Well, it's the costumes that are really weird. So, no, but no, no but seriously, you know, if if you're worried about uh, Chinese balloons flying on you, I want to go ahead and delete that TikTok too. But uh, <laughs> so anyway. And so that's it for media ministry. Well, that's it. Um, um, so if you're interested in any of that, hit me up or hit Chelsea up. She's in the booth. She oversees. Don't don't hit Chelsea up. No no no. Yeah. Wait wait. Talk talk to Chelsea. Talk to her, <laughs> Phrases. Um, and I think that's it. And, and, and any of those, really, we're looking for people who, um, if you're going to be in the graphics ministry, somebody with an artistic eye, like I said, but in all the other ones, just a teachable heart. If you're a teachable heart, um, we can, we can uh, raise you up in any of the ministries that, that I've mentioned already. Good job, man. I think that's it. Yep, he clearly does a lot. And, uh, yeah. They got a clap. And 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 uh, <laughs> so moving right along to Chris Fort Knox. Hello. This thing on. All right, Chris. What uh, what's your name? Who's your family? How long you been here at Calvary? Um, my name's Chris Knox. Um, my wife is uh, Glory of the Angels, and. Uh, <clears throat> We're kind of halfway empty nesters. Our oldest girls uh, are off working, and our youngest is in college still. So we're basically um, empty nesters. Um, I've been here, or we've been here, for 25 years. 20 years, probably. 20 years. Um, We were here before Bungie was. We were here with the prior pastor. Um, And uh, what else? My verse. Yeah, what, uh, what's your favorite verse of the night? Um, probably Proverbs 23, verse 7a. Uh, what a man thinks within himself, so he is. What are you thinking? Um, <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> I, I, I thought your favorite verse was uh, Proverbs 30, verse 2. Proverbs 32, verse 1. Oh, sorry. I got it. <laughs> I got that turned around because Proverbs 30, verse 2 says, Surely I'm more stupid than any man. <laughs> Look it up. Well, that would, that would be true. Um, I oversee uh, uh, the bookstore. Um, with the bookstore, nowadays with digital books, a lot of people read digital books. They got Kindles and they read on their tablets and stuff. Uh, people who are you know, kind of old school still like to read books. Um, you know, go browse the, the bookstore. One of the, the really nice things about the bookstore is when you go in there, you know that the books are all pre-approved for the doctrine that they t- teach and expand upon. Whereas if you were to go to ChristianBook.com or if you go to one of the Christian bookstores, they sell anything. And um, uh, unless you have somebody guiding you of what, who the person is and what they're teaching, you don't really know what you're going to get. And so when you read those type of things, um, you really have to research to, to know whether um, they're on track or not. And if you um, don't want to spend all that time or you're fairly new to the faith, then um, it, uh, you're better served by coming here and buying a book. Uh, now, we do sell the books at full price, but with books, there's not much of a markup. So 
every dollar that we do make on that goes to serving the Lord. So it, it just goes right back into buying more books and a, a, a wider variety and um, another things that uh, that will end up in the bookstore. Um, someday, if the Lord blesses us to have a larger uh, area, um, the bookstore will have a, even a larger variety of books. Um, but then I would like to see uh, kind of a, a coffee nook uh, with some tables that people can get and sit there and meet with each other. And they can meet with their accountability partner there. And they know they're not going to be uh, overheard by other people in the public. That they don't have to worry about uh, being embarrassed about sharing with their accountability partner because they're here um, in a private environment where um, uh, they don't have to be concerned about that type of thing. Uh, but we'll just see uh, if the Lord tarries or what the Lord has planned for us for that. What uh, Christian pun do you have for the name of this coffee nook? I'm not going to Hebrews. Go Hebrews. <laughs> no, no, we uh, we didn't go with uh, a pun. We have uh, the Brian Coffee uh, Bookstore, but uh, we never actually named it because um, budgetary concerns uh, when it comes to material and creating it. And we're, you know... We didn't know what was going to happen as far as uh, our extension here. Uh, Is that also why you haven't uh, gone back to me on my self-published book being on the shelves? Well, if you text me, I don't answer texts. That's so. right. Okay. <laughs> What's your email? I don't answer email. Okay. <laughs> I don't answer my phone either. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, other, the other ministry I oversee is uh, the fin- finance team, uh, the accounting team. Uh, we count the offerings and put it into a database, and I, I do the reports uh, for the church. And I meet with the board, with Bungie, and present them with our financials every year. And um, I talk to them about uh, our, our outlooks and our budgets, and uh, I get feedback from them for uh, direction and strategy and stuff like that. Um, but um, if you do have a heart for the bookstore, um, if you are leaning towards being a person who will be welcoming to those who are coming into the church. We're at the front of the church, so it's really nice to have people there, right there at the table, that every time someone comes in, not only do they see a greeter, but they'll also see a friendly face in the bookstore. And so um, someone, someone besides you. Yeah, someone besides you. So, uh, so we have Edith that, that, that uh, heads up the bookstore, and uh, we have a bunch of uh, a team of friendly people over there that will smile and... and uh, uh, kind of uh, help them out. And Edith's really good with the royal wave. <laughs> elbow wrist. <laughs> but, um, and uh, don't think that you need to know technology or you need to know how to do anything. Uh, you, you'll be trained on any of that. It's not very complicated. We and don't if, do that if much. You, if you there. do know about double negatives, help me to understand what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not mean that. I, I, think there was a quad, <laughs> I think there was a quadruple negative in yeah. there probably. Um, so negative. So, um, yeah. Okay, I lost track of my mind. He's the grumpy old man <laughs> on, on the crew up here, you know. We, we all have our, yeah. our, our own individual, you know, spot here. And he's our, our grumpy old old man. And uh, Old and, man, and, I'm like two years older than you. And it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> You're like ten, ten times grumpier, though. <laughs> You've got enough grump for, you know, like... Like three old men. Yeah. But uh, I ran into him at KFC the other day, and I was just like, what's going on, dude? He's just kind of just trying to check this off my bucket list. You know? And, Boo! 
he was he was picking off the twelve herbs and spices because it was too spicy for him. Anyway, okay. back to you. Um, yeah, I don't got any more. That's it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Good job, man. I, I you know I appreciate him so much because the the last thing that I want to do when I when I minister to people here is see a dollar sign above your head, and Chris allows me to do that. You know, I've never once cu- counted an offering here. You know, uh, we, we have an incredible uh, counting team that, that Chris oversees. Get it. And, uh, Get oh. it. so, King Kong. <laughs> huh? Eat it. Look at that. <laughs> so, uh, all right. <laughs> Cleaning ministry will get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah David's going to be like, hey, next time you kill a bug, please uh, don't throw it on the, on, on the carpet. But, uh, but yeah, so I just, you know, one of the things that, uh, I, I mean, I, of course, I appreciate all these guys and what they do uh, and how God uses them here. But, uh, you know, it, it really is uh, just freeing to be able to minister to people here, you know, without having any understanding of what you give. Uh, because that's that's pressure. I even had someone try to manipulate me one time with, you know, well, well, if you don't do this, then we're going to leave, and uh, we give a lot. And I just like, oh, <laughs> you got the wrong pastor here. I, I am not motivated by what you give here, and I'm not here to, you know, uh, give you more time if you give more, or give you less time if you give less. I just don't want any of that sort of fleshy uh, pressure. And so it's just, I'm, I'm appreciative. Of Chris and the ministry that he oversees, that uh, they, they deal with all the counting, um, they deal with with all the finances, and then I just get the high level stuff so that I can make you know decisions uh, on on how the money is spent, you know how we use it for ministry and these sorts of things. But uh, uh, but yeah, so I am able to look at you guys and not have any imagination of what you give or don't give here, uh, but Jesus knows. So. <laughs> So does Chris. So, uh, <clears throat> that the same thing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy, is, that, is this the heresy that you were talking about? Is that, yeah. So, uh, so let's move on down the road to Ruben. I think we ran out of time already. You've I'm got sorry. ten minutes. Okay. Here we go. It's Here my mic- go. Micro Machine Man voice. <clears throat> My name is Ruben Urias. I got three boys and one beautiful wife at home. Well, actually, one of them, one of the boys is here. But I got uh, Adan, Samuel, and Mateo, uh, six, four, and sixteen months. And I've been coming to CSA since late '08, I believe, <clears throat> and uh, started off in the media ministry. Amen. Right here, and then uh, shortly thereafter. Also went to the uh, to the youth ministry, and I've been stuck there ever since. Don't know how to get out. If anybody has an idea, let me know. But I'm kidding. No, I love it. Um, yes, <laughs> I heard a wow. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, favorite verse is uh, Proverbs 1-7. That's uh, shortly after I became a, a Christian. This is one of the verses that really stood out to me, and I got saved in while I was in university, so this one really stood out to me. It's... Uh, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and fools despise wisdom and instruction. And, and I remember just being in a university setting, you know, you're there to learn and, and just uh, grow and experience a lot of things. And that one really hit home when I first became a Christian at the age of 20. 
so that's stuck with me ever since. Uh, as far as the ministries that I oversee, it uh, is youth ministry, so that encompasses uh, middle school and high school aged kids, as well as the children's ministry, so that encompasses the nursery, all the little babies that you see in the nursery room, and also the preschool aged kids, as well as the elementary aged kids, so going all the way up to fifth grade. So pretty much, if you got a kid here, uh, I see them. Uh, and we, uh, we're teaching them and we're, we're uh, discipling them. And uh, this is uh, teaching kids and just um, bonding with kids is really, it's always been a passion of mine. I remember even just growing up wanting to become a teacher um, and also uh, just always having a passion. I remember my earliest jobs right out of high school were working at the YMCA and working with um, kids that were got, got, got uh, caught crossing the border and just uh, counseling them and just spending time with them. So I've always had a passion for teaching kids, bonding with kids, and just helping them grow. That was uh, in El Paso? Yes, that was in El Paso, yes, uh, where I was born and raised. So uh, after coming here, uh, I, I knew I just I always wanted to be a part of the youth ministry. And so that that's uh, I probably started serving there like in 2010 and uh, started off as a helper uh, became a teacher probably like a year after, I would say. And then I started, uh, I, I took over the youth ministry, I think like in 2013, 2014, I really can't remember. Um, and, and just been overseeing it ever since. And so it's, it's always been a passion of mine. As far as vision goes, I've always, uh, my understanding and my vision has always been that the children's ministry as well as the youth ministry should serve as an extension of the teaching and the instruction and the passing down of biblical wisdom and knowledge that it, that should be happening at the home. So parents, of course, have the primary responsibility of raising up their children in, in the ways of the Lord and his instruction. But here, as we come together twice a week and, and we have special events, we serve in as, as an extension of that. So uh, we always put it in the, in the terms of we want to come alongside the parents and help raise their children. Uh, I'm reminded of verses like in Deuteronomy 6 where uh, Moses was saying or the, the Lord was saying as he's handing out the commandments to the Israelites, you know, basically uh, remind them and teach the little ones, teach the kids, teach the children these things when you lie down, when you rise up, when you're, when you're walking by the way, basically uh, any opportunity that you get, we should be uh, taking, that, taking advantage of the opportunity to instruct and teach and pass down biblical knowledge to the children, as well as something that we've uh, been going through in our youth class, uh, the middle school and high school, we're, we're going through Ephesians, the book of Ephesians right now on Sundays, and we recently went through the portion where we talked about spiritual gifts and how that is one of the primary functions of the church is to exercise the spiritual gifts and to be used by God to edify the body. And there is no age limit on that. So uh, as you become a Christian, whether you're a young one, all the way up to the oldest one in here, is, oh, at, at least uh, just uh, I can see Chris Knox here, but <laughs> no matter what your age, uh, Timothy, uh, Paul told Timothy, don't let anybody despise you because of your youth. And this is something that we... Uh, constantly emphasize with our youth and our children is that you can be used by God no matter what age you are. But again, we help them to 
learn um, this biblical knowledge and also about the spiritual gifts and everything that falls underneath the umbrella of biblical instruction, we help them learn it at their age level. And yes, even the nursery. Uh, you wouldn't, um, I don't know if you know this, but they, they have, uh, they share some instruction. They share object illustrations. They share object lessons and, and help them understand just basic, basic uh, understanding of the Bible, who God is, and they're singing praise songs. So they're just um, immersing them in that environment in which they, they can grow up and say, there is a God, uh, and I love him, and, and Jesus came down, and he died for, and he died for my no-nos, as they would put it in, as the younger age groups, right? Same thing with preschool, as, as they get to learn how now to read and communicate more, we're elevating then the, the types of lessons that they have. And they're going through biblical stories and helping them understand the, the lessons that can be uh, taken out of that. And then as you go to elementary, now they're having more more and more discussions surrounding these biblical stories. And then by the time you hit middle school and high school, now we're having full-blown discussions. And, and also we have more opportunities for fellowship outside of the church hours. Uh, one thing that we've uh, just reinstantiated with our youth ministry is having monthly youth hangouts. So we have our uh, time for Bible study on Sundays and Wednesdays. And then on a monthly basis now we're starting to have uh, opportunities for fellowship and just deepening the bonds within the youth ministry within the youth because uh, I think it's it goes without saying but they are the next generation of disciples and so being an extension of that family right one thing that we always harp on in, in our youth uh, classes we tell them there's no such thing as Lone Ranger Christianity you cannot get through your faith your walk with the Lord by yourself <clears throat> and so it's important to Come together and be part of the body, as Paul talks about in Romans and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, talks about how the body is made up of many members. And if there's a, a member of the body that's doing something out here by themselves, they're quickly going to die out. They're quickly going to become useless. And so we, we always emphasize, try to emphasize to the youth, you are the next generation of believers that are going to be taking over when we're all you know old and gray and dead. So it's up to them to... And, and when we want to establish that, we want to establish their footing in their faith and help them understand uh, you can't rely on your parents' faith. You have to walk it out on your own. Uh, and so this is all happening at so many age levels. And I'm, I'm just so grateful to see that, uh, especially having three boys of my own in each of the three classes and then me teaching with the youth. Uh, I see it on every single level. Uh, it happening where the kids, they are learning so much on a weekly basis, and, and it's encouraging to see how uh, the the servants that we have in each of the classrooms, they take time. It is time-consuming in the sense of uh, you do have to stay two services. Once you serve over there in the classroom, you stay for the next service to come and get fed yourself. But it's also, it can be consuming mentally and emotionally as you're dealing with kids of all stripes, all backgrounds and personalities, especially the, the little ones when things can kind of get out of hand from time to time. But they're, the servants that we have are so faithful and so uh, great with kids. Uh, they have a passion to see them just uh, learn more about the Lord. And that's one thing that I'm really appreciative of as I've seen my boys grow up in these classrooms. Uh, and so if I would say, you know, if you're interested in ever serving in youth, I would say there's plenty of, or, or even children's ministry, there's plenty of opportunities whether you have a, 
uh, a desire to go and, and just spend time with the little ones in the nursery room or even be, uh, have more of a, of a teacher role uh, in the preschool and the elementary or even uh, middle school and high school, there's opportunities for that. And I would even say there's even opportunities uh, to just help the, the classroom setting be stable and be, uh, go smoothly where there's less commitment, less responsibility, where you can be a helper in these classes. You don't have to chime in with your, your theo theological thoughts or anything. You can really just be there to make sure that the classroom is going smoothly. And, but if you still have a passion for uh, seeing the youth grow or seeing the children grow in our classrooms, that's an easy way, easier way to kind of get your foot in the door and just kind of observe and make sure that the classroom goes smoothly. So we have a helper role as well as a teacher role, which I've seen many helpers along the years grow into that teacher role. And also um, we have discipleship opportunities for that as I, I want to help our young teachers become better teachers as they get older. And that way we can continue the cycle of discipleship as we've been handed down you know, from centuries past. So uh, that's our vision for uh, the children's ministry and the youth ministry. So if you ever see one of our servants, uh, they're serving one of these classrooms, uh, they're, they're serving right now, give them a pat on the back, give them a, an amen and thank you and appreciate your work because they're doing uh, the Lord's work and you just see it in the kids uh, that are even running around in the auditorium after. Yep. Thank you, Kimosabi. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's a few more ministries just to acknowledge real quick. Uh, you know, Brenda oversees the women's ministry, and then, you know, I provide her with, with leadership directly uh, since, you know, she has to live with me. But, uh, but so, yeah, Brenda oversees the women's ministry. Uh, also, uh, we have our daycare. Please keep that in prayer uh, since uh, Melanie and uh, Brenda are up here uh, Monday through Friday uh, taking care of uh, that, that troop of kids. Uh, but then also uh, we're hoping to expand to a pre-K soon and then, and then even beyond up to, you know, the grades. So uh, you just keep all that in prayer. We, we had it lined up and then things didn't work out the way we were hoping. Uh, but it's still part of the vision of this church to, to provide that kind of education Monday through Friday uh, for kids. Uh, but then uh, also we have an outreach ministry that is currently being revamped. And uh, we will roll out that information as soon as possible. But listen, this is our discipleship program. Uh, and, and so while I'm teaching Mon uh, Sundays, Mondays, I'm teaching Mondays too, but uh, no, so, so I'm teaching Sunday mornings uh, and then I'm teaching Wednesday nights uh, and that is the teaching aspect of, of, of my ministry. Uh, but then I'm also pouring into these guys so that they can pour into all these ministries and it's in the context of all these ministries where we're not only serving the Lord, but there's also discipleship happening. Uh, and so if you're interested in being discipled, if you're interested in serving the Lord, I encourage you, you know, memorize these faces, uh, remember their names and come and talk to them and, and uh, ask them how you might get plugged in here at this church. Because it is my vision for every Christian to serve the Lord here. Uh, yeah, and as we serve the Lord, we're growing uh, so that we're not just filled with head knowledge, but that that head knowledge makes that trip to the heart and becomes heart knowledge as we learn how to love one another uh, in the midst of, of this Christian family. So with that, guys, uh, thank you for, uh, for the time that you've spent listening to the hearts of these guys. Uh, let them know that, uh, that you're grateful for them. But uh, our children's ministry is over as of five minutes ago, uh, and, uh, but that's okay. We'll blame Reuben for, <laughs> for going along. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, seriously, if you have kids in the classroom right now, please 
immediately go and, and check them out of the classroom. The Playscape room will be open if they want to run around, or they're welcome to join us in here if they want to sit down. There's coffee ready to go. Uh, feel free to hang out as long as you'd like and minister to one another. God bless you guys.